Welcome to Main Thing Radio with Robert Fountain, pastor of Calvary Chapel, Miami Beach, in Miami Beach, Florida. Join us as Robert teaches through God's Word. the strength to grow and become Christ-like. I don't have that. I'm a, I'm a wreck left unto myself. So he didn't leave me unto myself. Instead, he put his own spirit inside me to transform me, to recreate me. And he wants us to understand here that we're kept by his power. You know, we can give him thanks for that. When we're tempted to give in to fear, unbelief, discouragement, no, he He keeps me. God keeps us and gives us the strength we need. In today's message from Pastor Robert, he encourages us through 1 Peter that it is not by our own strength and striving that we are kept, only by Christ and Him giving us His Spirit do we have the strength and resources we need to be transformed into His likeness. Stick around after today's message from Pastor Robert. I have quite a bit of information that I'd like to share with you. Our web address, podcast subscription information, and our contact information. Now turn to 1 Peter chapter 1, and let's join Pastor Robert with today's message. First Peter chapter 1. You know, Peter's opening greeting tells us that he was writing to people who were displaced from their, their homeland, the, the diaspora, the dispersion, the people who'd been scattered out from Israel all over the area of what is now Turkey. And, and they were experiencing difficult circumstances, going through hard times. You know, life can be hard. We, we live in a world that is dominated by evil. First John 5, 19, warning us against putting our focus on anything or anyone other than the Lord Jesus, says, we know that we are of God and the whole world lies under the sway of the wicked one. That's a verse that, to be honest, I think you and I would be wise to, to remember it, if not memorize it, you know, in the days in which we live. It's like, okay, we, we love the Lord, but the whole world is under the sway of the wicked one. In other words, your friends and your neighbors and your coworkers, they're, they're, not, they're not necessarily on the same page with you. They're not being influenced and led by the Holy Spirit. No, quite the contrary. The whole world lies under the sway of the wicked one. And we must not be surprised or discouraged by the wickedness we encounter. That's the essence of the book of 1 Peter. Don't be surprised by it. Don't be discouraged by it because none of it catches God off guard. None of this is news to him. The fact that the world is under the sway of the wicked one is not news to your father in heaven. You know, last week we saw that we have an inheritance reserved for us in heaven and that he who keeps us with his omnipotent power, like we sang about, you know, right at the beginning here. He also keeps for us the inheritance that he has promised to those who love him and trust him. He has promised to keep you if you love him, if you trust him. He has promised to keep for you 
this inheritance that he prepared. And with that thought in mind, Peter continues, 1 Peter chapter 1, verse 6, in this you greatly rejoice, though now for a little while, if need be, you have been grieved by various trials, that the genuineness of your faith, being much more precious than gold that perishes, though it's tested by fire, may be found to praise, honor, and glory at the revelation of Jesus Christ, whom having not seen you love, Though now you do not see him, yet believing you rejoice with joy inexpressible and full of glory, receiving the end of your faith, the salvation of your souls. You know, man, we're in a season where I'm not at all surprised when I read about the, you know, a lot of the churches decreasing, you know, the denominational churches decreasing and people drifting away. One of the pastors, we had a pastor's day this, you know, recently, and, and he talked about how, you know, the numbers are going down, people that profess Christianity will that's going to continue but because as, as people, as the genuineness of people's faith is tested, the ones who were never sincere about their faith, about their relationship with the Lord Jesus, they're going to be like, never mind, never mind. I mean, you know, really, I believe what you want to believe. And you'll see people backpedaling. You'll see people stop professing to be Christians. We, Elizabeth and I talk about it quite often. Denmark, where she's from, Denmark is quote unquote, it's a Christian nation. It's officially a Christian nation. The church is an agency of their government. You know, the, the priests in the, in the church are em, employed by the government. The, the church buildings are government buildings. And yet the majority of the people in Denmark are like, no, 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 no. I don't really believe any of that stuff. I mean, yeah, I'm a member of the church because when you die, you gotta have a place to be buried. So you can't be buried in the church cemetery if, if you're not a member, if you don't have your taxes go toward, and that's the way it works. You know, you check off the box on your tax return. Yes, I want to be a member of the church. And so they, you're taxed by the church. And um, interesting. But there's three things I want to focus on from our passage today. The first one, point number one, if you love the Lord Jesus, he says rejoice. Rejoice. God keeps you by his own power. I love that. You know, God keeps me. God keeps me. It's not my willpower. It's not my strength to live a holy life. It's, it's not my strength to get this right. I've already, you know, I demonstrated clearly I don't have the strength to get this right. I don't have the strength to grow and become Christ-like. I don't have that. I'm a, I'm a wreck left unto myself. So he didn't leave me unto myself. Instead, he put his own spirit inside me to transform me, to recreate me. And he wants us to understand here that we're kept by his power. You know, we can give him thanks for that. When we're tempted to give in to fear, unbelief, discouragement. No, he, he keeps me. He keeps me. And I'm looking to him to do that. In John chapter 10, verse 27, Jesus said, My sheep hear my voice, and I know them and they follow me. Do you follow him? Is that just a figure of speech or is this something that's actively real in your life? Figures of speech don't cut the, the muster. You have to understand that. Verse 28, I give them eternal life and they shall never perish. Neither shall anyone snatch them out of my hand. My father who has given them to me is greater than all and no one is able to snatch them out of my father's hand. God keeps you and he keeps an inheritance for you. What is this inheritance? What are we talking about? Well, it involves three things. Your own design, for one. Your duty, number two. 
and your destiny. And I had one of the police officers a number of years ago ask me, do you, you think people have a destiny? And I said, yeah, I do, I do, but I may not mean the same thing by it that you do. And we had a great conversation about it. Do you understand that the destiny of many people is eternal separation from God? That's their destiny, eternal separation from God. They have chosen for themselves that destiny. That's not the destiny that he planned for them according to scripture. That's not what he wants for them. How do I know that? Because the Bible said that he created hell for the devil and his angels, but he will allow you to go there. And, and that is the place, it's the only place that he set apart wherein individual people can be separate from God. The Bible says in him we live and move and have our being. It's impossible, according to Psalm 139, to get away from him. No matter where you go, you can't get away from him. So he created a place where it is possible for those who are determined to be separate from the God who loves them to be separate from him. And he called it hell. But these, these three things, you know, the, the first one, re regarding your design, he promises to make you complete. You know, that's something I hold on to. It's something that it's, it's really an active part of my personal thanksgiving. I'm not going to stay like this. He is going to complete me. He has started something inside me. A little over 30 years ago, he began something inside me. And he promises to finish that. Hebrews chapter 10, verse 1 says, For the law, having a shadow of the good things to come, and not the very image of the things, can never, with these same sacrifices, which they offer continually, year by year, make those who approach perfect. The shadow, we know that, you know, like right now, I'm sitting up here and these stage lights are shining and, and, and you know, my, my coffee cup is, is sitting here and, and I can see the shadow. You can't see it, but I can see the shadow of, of my coffee mug on my table here. But I can't drink from the shadow. I, you understand what I'm saying? I can see it. It's, it's right there. I see the perfect shadow. Actually, the, the shadow is, in some way, I mean, it's bigger than, than the mug itself. In, in some ways, it looks like it might even be better because it's bigger, it's room for more coffee in, but only there's not room for more coffee in there. That's an illusion. You understand what I'm driving at? Hebrews wants us to understand the shadow is not the reality. The shadow is not the coffee mug. This is the coffee mug, which has a shadow. And he wants us to understand that the reality that we experience in our day-to-day -day lives is in fact not the reality. It's the shadow. Persecution is a topic well known in the world and has been since the forming of the early church. Sadly, many of the letters we read in the New Testament are built around this theme and are written to encourage those who are facing unjust treatment. The book of 1 Peter is no different. Peter wrote to build up the faith of those he knew were facing unfair and hostile backlash to their faith, especially from people in positions of power. However, Peter didn't tell them to fight back. Instead, he encouraged his readers to submit to the authority that had been placed over them, allowing perseverance and faith to be witnessed rather than fear and anger. This is the model Jesus displayed for us as well. He submitted to his good and perfect Father's will, but also obeyed the unjust rulers on earth. As you face a world that's against the things of Christ, we pray you find strength in the Lord's example and persevere for the glory of God. We'd love to meet you in person as well if you're in the area. 
Come visit us at Calvary Chapel Miami Beach for a time of worship, Bible study, and getting to know each other. Find out more at our website, MainThingRadio.com. Thanks for joining us today on Main Thing Radio.